In this Jimmy Fiction episode, Jimmy Keen is coming out of his back door at the same time his neighbor, Caroline Aber Guidry, is coming out of hers. Oh, hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Funny seeing you here. Okay, I'm having kind of an emergency. Oh, no. I'm out of liquor. What? All of it? No, no, no. no. I, well... Only one kind, but I realized I was running low on a couple others, so I'm going to go to the store. Do you want to go with me? Sure, I'd love it. You really had me going there for a minute, and then somehow you managed to get me going even harder. (laughs) Jimmy's mind thinks, yeah, I'd love to get you going a little harder. And then he reels himself in mentally, Kane. And what actually ends up coming out of his mouth is, Shit, sorry about that. You're a real caring person, as evidenced by the fact that you care about me. Jimmy, you ain't that difficult to care about. If you say so. So then they're at the liquor store. He's restocking a bit. Are you running low on gin? I got some in my house. No, you keep it. Let me buy this for you then. No! You need some for you, then you buy some for you. Don't worry about any of mine. (laughs) Okay. His bottles bumping against each other a little bit. So then they're at the register. Jimmy shows his driver's license ID to the cashier to prove his birth date. And Caroline gets a glimpse at it. Oh, is that your driver's license photo? Let me see. Oh, my. Jimmy looks real surly, but still very handsome in his DMV photo. Now, this is proof you just photogenic, because mine looks like it was taken by a blind man. (laughs) Well, this one probably was, too. The guy was wearing dark glasses. They're leaving the store with his purchases, and she's still carrying his ID. What's a D stand for? What? She holds his ID out to him and points, James D. Keene Jr. Oh, um, Daniel. Oh, she hands his ID back to him. I was going to guess Dean. He cuts eyes at her in the dark. Why? She looks back at him innocently. Well, because <laughs> you remind me of James Dean. Oh, the actor? Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. I mean, if he'd grown up, I think he might have looked like you a little bit. Oh, that wasn't what Jimmy had been expecting, but now that you said it, (laughs) right? I know. Thank you. That's a pretty good compliment. That guy had some swagger. He liked cars too, right? I mean, unfortunately, in the end, Jimmy glanced at her. She's smiling at him. 
So they're back at the Keen house. Jimmy's putting his purchases away. Okay. Now, Caroline has just accompanied him into the house. He brought her in without a second thought on either of their parts. So what can I fix you? The usual? You know what? If you don't mind, I'm going to mix it up. I saw you got them bottles of Blanco, and I was wondering, maybe I could let you fix me a ranch water. Okay. Jimmy is certainly happy to oblige. He makes his ranch waters with a little bit of lime juice in addition to the sparkling water and tequila. Now, can I dust the edge of this bottle with salt for you? And it can be a whole margarita. Oh, no, thank you, Jimmy. It's all right. I'm going to drink it without the salt. All right, all right. But don't say I didn't offer. Oh, I would never. So she ends up having a couple of ranch waters, and then at some point in the evening, they're hanging out, and she's just vanished. So he goes looking for her and doesn't have to look very far because she's sitting on the bank of the bayou smoking a joint. She's a bit discreet, especially since it's dark, but he can see her outline. She's put on a kind of baggy jacket, and her hair, which is fairly long, is tucked inside the jacket, but Jimmy can still tell that it's her. He realizes that he's seen her sitting in more or less the exact spot on multiple previous occasions, but just never really paid it very much mind. He'd always been too wrapped up in his own stuff, busy with other things at the time, and he hadn't even known her name, so he just wasn't interested and not inclined to waste any time on her whatsoever. But it's different now. He crosses the street and the walk path to the bayou and walks down the bank to sit beside her. Hey, you went missing, so I came looking. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'm sorry I forgot to tell you where I was going. No, it's all right, I found you. The evening is very pleasant, and sitting there in the grass, it's a bit cool. The air is lightly chilly, but it's still very nice. There's lights glinting off the water, and here and there a fish popping. In the distance, other people are walking along the opposite banks of the bayou. Someone crosses a bridge that's even further distance away, but in their immediate vicinity, they're alone. You want to hit off of this? I don't mean to keep it for myself. Yeah, sure, thanks. He's brought his own ranch water, which is the shot or two of tequila in the Topo Chico bottle with a little lime juice. Here, do you want to sip off of this, too? My mouth has been on it, but I swear I don't got any diseases. <sighs> okay, thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't want to blow up your spot. No, I think we're fine. Nobody really cares too hard anyway, but I come down here a little bit. Keeps folks out of my business for the most part. <laughs> Good idea. You know, I was just thinking, I think there have been a couple times 
before we got acquainted that I seen you sitting down here, like right about here exactly. And I never said anything. That's all right, Jimmy. Was like I just said, I'll come down here when I don't need folks all up in my business. And as long as you ain't call the cops on me, don't bother me none. <sighs> yeah. He's gazing at her in the ambient moon and star and street lights, realizing that he probably has a kind of goofy expression on his face, but being unable to control it at all. Yeah, I would never. I know. <laughs> he's forgotten what she's even talking about because he's still too focused on what he was thinking about. I don't snitch on people on the outside. <laughs> That's all uh, in my past. But then he makes himself a little bit sad, glances away, hands her the joint. She passes back the bottle of Spike Topo Chico. He takes a pull off of it, continues just staring out the night. But he's not abandoning himself to a full flashback or anything, so he pulls himself together. She's still smiling at him happily, doesn't appear to know anything, was even potentially weird. Uh, I don't know why I never paid you more attention before. I'm glad that I did now, because... You said that I remind you of James Dean. You remind me a little bit of, oh, what's her name? Francois Hardy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's the hair and the build and, uh, yeah, and the fact you look real French. <sighs> Jimmy, my goodness. You never thought you looked like Jimmy Dean. I never thought I looked like Francois Hardy. Okay, I think you look as much like Francois Hardy as I do like James Dean. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Thank you. Do you know who I, I think Cole looks like? Jimmy looks at her. Gia Karanji. Gia! Oh, you're right. <laughs> wow. Less spot on. I can't unsee that in my mind now. Oh, okay. He gently touches his bottom lip, cracks into a big smile. That, uh, that just filled in a couple puzzle pieces I didn't even know I was missing. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's those lips, I think. I mean, the whole face. You're right, they got the same face, but those full, puffy lips. I... When he looks at Caroline, he has no doubt that she thinks it's completely adorable. He's getting a little bit giggly about his crush. They're like two schoolgirls. <sighs> I'm gonna tell him. Is that okay? <laughs> I figured that you would. <laughs> 
Yeah, I kind of have that habit, huh? Saying shit. Yeah. (laughs) A part of Jimmy really wants to put his arm around her, but he impulsively reaches over to tuck some of her hair behind her ear, and it pops loose from the jacket, falls forward a little bit. She's still smiling at him. She passes the joint back to him. He passes her the drink, although she doesn't drink from it this time. He takes a drag off the joint and is looking at her. So he knows that she doesn't mean anything unpleasant or even deliberately uncomfortable when she says, Jimmy, what do you think's going on here? The fact that he feels vaguely uncomfortable, even he is emotionally aware enough to understand, is on him. I don't know why. I like you. Thank you, Jimmy. I'm glad that you do. I like you too. But he's also emotionally aware enough to notice that she doesn't make any move to touch him back. So he doesn't make any further moves towards her either. When they've finished the joint and are getting up to leave, Caroline has been thinking about something for a minute. And she says, Jimmy, do you want to come over for a minute? I'm going to give you something. Okay. So he follows her directly to what is technically the front door of her cottage, the one that enters into her bedroom that she doesn't use as much. She's got the key. Opens it. While she steps inside, Jimmy finds himself standing in the doorway feeling extremely reluctant to enter. He takes long enough that she turns back towards him with an inquisitive look, and his mouth takes over for his brain. I, uh, there's something I haven't been telling you. I'm a vampire, and I can't come in unless you invite me. (laughs) She obviously doesn't take him seriously, and he too is smiling because it's a joke. But then she still doesn't invite him. And the impulsive part of his brain takes the first step literally and carries him over the threshold, which he can obviously do because he's not a vampire. Carolina has got no problems with this, even though she didn't verbally invite him in. So he just pulls the door shut behind himself, locks it from inside. And part of his brain is thinking, (gasps) but... He also kind of wonders why. Caroline's already gone into the other room, so he assumes she isn't concerned. The rational part of himself is now trying to wrest some control of the situation from his emotions. He's thinking, look, Kane, wanting something is different from having it. Having it and wanting it are both different from taking it. You're not going to take it. 
there's no reason why you can't be in this woman's house. Because she wants you here. You don't have to know why. Okay. So he starts following her to the other room and she meets him coming the other way with something hidden in her hands. She looks a little embarrassed, but she opens her hands to reveal one of the pairs of sunglasses that had been stolen from the visor of his car. (sighs) That's where those went. Yeah. She holds them out to him. Would you like to have them back? He looks at the sunglasses. He looks at her face. Nah. I already got another pair. Don't worry about it. You should keep them. They look real good on you. <laughs> 